All right, I tricked you. If you saw the title of this episode, it was called The Perfect Cold Call Opener. Here's the thing. Let's stop focusing so much on the quote-unquote perfect cold call opener because there isn't one. But before I talk to you about cold calls today, I appreciate you tuning in. You're listening to Blissful Prospecting. My name's Jason. You can call me JBank. And this podcast is for reps and sales teams that love landing big meetings with their prospects, but absolutely hate having to make hundreds of cold calls to only deal with tons of rejection and very few meetings to show for it. So if that's ever happened to you or someone on your team, you're definitely in the right place. And cold calling. It's one of those things that, you know, either as a rep yourself or as a manager coaching these reps, it could be very hard to coach them if your calls aren't being recorded. And what's really hard, especially in a remote setting, is to deliver good call coaching either to yourself as a rep listening back to it or as a manager to be able to listen into what your reps are doing so that you can provide coaching on what they're actually doing versus what you say that you're doing. So if you're looking for a way to make that happen, I'm really excited about a tool called Outplay. This show is brought to you by Outplay. They're a sales engagement you know, platform that I'm really excited about that has a really awesome feature called Call Whisper and Call Barging. So you as a manager can sit in on a rep's calls and give them live feedback if you choose so, and it also help you record the calls. So whether you're a rep or a sales manager, leader, and you really want to scale some of the coaching and the cold call tips that I'm about to share with you, make sure to check out Outplay. I have a special deal for you at outplayhq.com slash Jason, where you can get 20% off. So you, if you got a team and you're looking for a tool that's a little easier to use than some of the other big uh, solutions out there, something you can get it going in a day and deliver some of this call coaching we're talking about, make sure to check it out, outplayhq.com slash Jason. And if you're a rep, make sure to check it out too if you need a sales engagement tool. So cold call openers. Gaining permission and getting an opt-in to participate in the cold call, is that's the really the only goal of your opener. So when we start to break down the cold call, I look at it in three different stages. You have that intro and the gaining permission piece. So getting an opt-in from the prospect. You have this middle part of the call where you need to filter the conversation by using what I call a priority drop. And then essentially that what that does is gets you to the question stacking portion where you can really build the need for next steps. Okay, so what I wanna share with you is a really basic framework that you can use. And it really involves gaining permission in that intro and then filtering the conversation using this priority drop so that you can ask questions instead of pitching your product. So this opener is something that Ethan Parker, who if you've listened to the show, he's a head of sales over at Alti Sales and he also does a lot of coaching for us here at Blissful Prospecting in our Outbound Squad program. So this is a, a company that he is, uh, owns, actually, co-owns with someone else, and this is a script they've been using with a lot of success. But what I want you to pay attention to is the different components of this. So the opener, the permission-based opener, sounds something like this. Uh, hey, Ethan, this is Jason with Nourish. Uh, I know you weren't expecting my call, but you mind if I take 30 seconds to explain why I called, and then you could let me know if it makes sense for us to chat? I'm just going to let the prospect give me a yes there. Nine times out of 10, you should be getting a yes to your permission-based opener. And rewind that if you have to, but pay really, really close attention to my tone, the inflection, the speed, all of that's really important. You have to come off in the first 10 seconds of the call as a peer. 
Not as someone that's lost in the wilderness trying to find directions, okay? You got to come off as a peer. Second part of this opener is instead of now going to an elevator pitch where most people would say, well, hey, at Nourish, we provide automated meal plans and we do this and we do that. And then people will just say not interested or we're already doing that. I'm going to do instead a priority drop. So I'm going to talk about something that people like them tend to be focused on. And this language has to be really dialed in. So you can't make this up. This has to be based on what you actually hear prospects talk about. So here's what that might sound like. So prospect says yes to my permission-based opener. And then I'm going to respond with, uh, thanks, Ethan. So I'm working with some other gym owners like you, and they're pretty focused on a few things right now. One, increasing average per member value. So what offerings can we wrap into memberships that are low maintenance, increase value, and effective change for our clients? The second thing I'm hearing is reducing attrition. So what tools can we use to engage members outside of our four walls? And then three, differentiation. So how can we deliver a more personalized experience and stand out from big box and low cost models? I'm really curious, which one of those is the biggest focus for you right now? So what I've done here is I've picked three priorities. It doesn't have to be three, it could be two. I've picked two or three things that I hear prospects talk about a lot when I'm doing discovery or demos or when my AE, if you're an SDR, BDR, is doing discovery or demo. And I'm really nailing that language. So the language here is super, super important. I don't want to sound rushed. I'm going to talk about things that people like them are focused on right now. And then what I can do is get into that middle part of the call, that hook, where I'm going to do what's called question stacking. So I'm going to ask questions around the things that they're focused on or the problems that they might be having. So let's say the person's like, you know, actually, we're focused on number two, reducing attrition. So I'll respond with, that's great. You know, typically, I see gyms doing a few things to really reduce attrition. So they're doing things like adding new equipment, renovating the facility, maybe adding some new tech. How are you thinking about that? So the goal of this question is it's open-ended. It's a how-based question. I'm front-loading or stacking. That's why it's called question stacking. I'm front-loading the question with some context around problems that I hear about. Again, that's demonstrating business acumen that I'm a peer. And then when they respond to that, I might say, what's driving that to be a focus right now? What specific goals do you have for that? So I'm just trying to figure out a little bit more about what they're doing. And then I can position my offer after that. So the takeaway here is don't focus so much on your opener. What I want you to think about is how can I gain permission in the first 15 to 30 seconds and then question stack to engage the prospect. So that's my lesson for you today. Instead of using elevator pitches, let's use priority drops, let's use permission-based openers, and let's question stack around the problems that we have. And before you take off, don't for uh, for forget, excuse me, can't talk today, it's Friday for me. Uh, don't forget to check out outplayhq.com slash Jason if you're looking for a sales engagement tool. Uh, I can hook you up with a 20% you know, off discount for Black Friday. So make sure to check that out if you're a rep looking for a tool or if you're looking for a sales engagement tool for your team or something a little bit easier to use maybe than you're using right now. So make sure to check that out and we'll see you next episode.